Welcome to Let's Get Real, a podcast brought to you by Brittany Taylor, who shares reflections and experiences from her own unique life. General themes of the podcast thus far include natural pregnancy and healthy alternative living. The main aim of Brittany's shares is to speak from a place of open authenticity with a desire to inspire you to tap into and live more of your own unique truth, whatever that may look like for you. All are welcome here. It is an honor to be sharing in this journey together. Hey, beautiful creatures. This is Brittany, and I'm super excited to be bringing you episode six of my podcast. Oops, scratch that. This is actually episode seven of my podcast. And today's topics I want to share about pregnancy, weight gain, exercise, and body image. So sort of these three sort of topics as I've been experiencing them recently through pregnancy and maybe sharing a little bit of backstory about like what's shifted for me there, what's going on for me there. So yeah, thank you for joining me. I'm really looking forward to it. I made some notes on this topic because I'm finding this is, you know, podcasts are still a new journey for me and I'm finding that it's really helpful for me to make some notes because I feel like it's easy to get lost in such a long um, format. Whereas like a video, I feel like it's it's more, it's shorter, more succinct for me. So it's, it's fun to play around with how I can best organize these podcasts for you and for me to feel like I'm coming across in an organized way. So right now I'm just about 16 weeks pregnant. I will be as of tomorrow. So that's about four months and I'm officially in my second trimester. I hit my second trimester just a little after 13 weeks. And yeah, I'm <laughs> these topics are I think are super interesting in general. Weight, weight body weight, how we feel about body weight, our body image and exercise. Like these are all big things I think about a lot in my life. And things I've been thinking about a lot and feeling into in pregnancy. So I don't, I'll start with um, weight gain. So I don't generally tend to weigh myself. I have at different points in my life and I've also had kind of a complicated relationship with that, with the scale and the numbers and I've found that it, it has at some points felt helpful for me and some points not. And so when it's, I really just follow what feels right for me on that and what feels like I am nurturing and fostering more of a positive relationship with my body. So I chose to weigh myself at the end of my first trimester, right as I started my second trimester, about 13 weeks and and three days, four days, because I wanted to know if I gained any weight during my first trimester and that's just like something I decided a while ago I thought would be really interesting to know and I didn't want like fear of a number to hold me back so I made that conscious decision and I'm so glad I did it because yeah I think this data is super interesting and I am 
scientists in these ways. Like I love experimenting and playing around with things. And I don't think that weight is always the most accurate way to see where we're at. And also it can give us some data. So when I weighed myself at that time, at the end of my first trimester, beginning of my second, I weighed 122 pounds and I'm about five, six. And that is just about what I weighed before, like the last time I had weighed myself was maybe like four months, or yeah, maybe four months prior to that, um, maybe five months. It was kind of like when I was intermittent fasting regularly, um, exercising regularly, feeling like really in my flow and in my power with my diet and exercise routines. And I weighed about 122 pounds once in a while, like 123 in the morning. And I seemed to be like pretty steady there. Um, and I was curious, like I felt that I had gained weight and uh, during my first trimester and it turns out I didn't gain a number on the scale which is really interesting because I feel like I feel like what changed was my body composition a little bit I feel like I have less muscle and strength now and a little more boob fat for sure maybe even a little more body fat maybe not I might not have more body fat. I feel like, um, I mean, obviously breast tissue fat is body fat, but I don't necessarily feel that I've been gaining fat around like my midsection and stuff. Although it's hard to say because I do feel like I'm getting softer there. So these are all like really interesting things for me to notice. Um, and I noticed I felt relief to be quite honest, like when I weighed myself because I just, I really have wanted to do a good job. And for parts of me, what doing a good job means is being really healthy and weight is important to me. Like my body composition is important to me. I put a lot of energy into being healthy. And I think that being healthy can show up in so many different ways, you know, and I think emotional and emotional and mental health in our relationships with things for me are probably the most important and um, within that we can kind of see like what other factors are important to us and for me continually moving towards a more healthy vibrant fit body and physique is really important to me and that's really okay and I'm really enjoying continually cultivating a healthy relationship with that. So I felt like, wow, this is really cool. I weigh about the same. I know that I've lost a little bit of strength and muscle. And I think that's because I, during my first trimester, there was a lot of time, I would say a good six to eight weeks where I felt really nauseous and exhausted and I wasn't doing as much exercise. Exercise sometimes really helped and sometimes it just felt inaccessible. And I was not doing a lot of the things I had been doing before in terms of daily circuits and doing as much acrobatics and getting upside down with my handstand training. So I noticed when I did get back to those things, once my energy was, my energy was up and I was feeling motivated and excited about them, that they were a lot harder. It was hard to hold a handstand for a minute, which is just like a typical thing I do in all my trainings. and can be hard at times but not like this and I just I could tell that my arms looked 
less strong. I had less muscle mass there and in my legs too. I've noticed as I've been doing more hiking and squats and like weighted exercises and basing in acro that my legs feel like they've lost some strength too. And I'm sure my core, I'm sure like all over I've lost a little bit of strength. And I think that's kind of cool to observe and it's not something that I've experienced in a while. I feel like I've just been continually getting stronger and I feel like this is a beautiful way to just like notice and observe myself and honor my pregnancy more without judgment. And I want to be witness to this amazing experience and I want to have the curiosity about like, what is going on? Like, what is this feeling around in my belly right now? Like it's, it's getting softer. It's, is, does that feel like fatty tissue? No, it feels like a big water balloon that like sort of moves around. Like, oh, what is going on with my body? It's, it's incredible. It's totally changing. Yeah. So man, that's kind of, that's what's been going on. I, I want to share more about exercise and I'll get into that soon. Um, to give a little more of an update. So that was 13 and a half weeks, like two and a half weeks later, two and a half. Yeah. I'm at 16 weeks and I think I probably have gained a couple pounds. And also I don't know. I really, I don't know, but I feel like my breasts continue to grow. I feel a little softer in my midsection. I don't know if it's increased water weight or blood or fatty tissue or baby weight or uterus weight or placenta weight or all of the above because these are all things that happen during pregnancy. And this is a really interesting time. I feel like my body is changing on the daily and it seems like totally magical and it'll even shift like from one hour to the next. I woke up this morning and when I wake up generally I feel like very pregnant. In my lower abdomen I can like feel what feels like my uterus like pressing out and swelling up and it feels like it's happening. I'm feeling it so acutely because I have to pee really badly. So my bladder is full and it's pressing on my uterus which is all pushing forward and it's such a cool thing to feel. So that happens typically and then I'll wake up a couple hours later after peeing and pee again and then like sometimes my belly looks significantly different or feels significantly different and this all makes sense because our bodies and our organs and our fluids and everything and baby they're not static we're always constantly changing. I did take notes because I think this is super fascinating on what weight gain where the weight goes when we gain weight in pregnancy and to preface this I want to say I'm like a total noob with this stuff it's uh, this isn't like something I've extensively researched but I have researched this and many many things in pregnancy a lot more than this Um, but I just think this is interesting so if you know a lot about this and are like you know feel free to stick with what you know but if like you're really curious about this and unsure where things go or like me and just like really like to geek out about this I'm gonna share what seems to be the typical information you can find consistently throughout the web about where the weight is going in pregnancy and about how much people gain these numbers are super estimates you know because some people gain very little weight or relatively little weight 
during pregnancy and some people gain more and it, there are so many factors very specific to their bodies, their body compositions, their health. So this is just kind of like a standard middle. And this is um, leading to a total weight gain of about 25 to 35 pounds. And I think that, you know, there is a healthy range and 20 pounds may be healthy for some people and 40 pounds may be healthy for some people and et cetera, et cetera. Some people are losing fat as they're gaining weight in a healthful way and some people are putting on fat. So, okay, here we go. That was a long preface. The baby, about eight pounds of weight. The placenta, two to three pounds. Amnionic fluid, two to three pounds breast tissue, two to three pounds, blood supply, four pounds, stored fat for delivery and breastfeeding, five to nine pounds, and a larger uterus, two to five pounds. So interesting. And I'm in my second trimester now, and it sounds like I'm going to be gaining a lot of the, all of this in the next three months. So that's super, exciting and interesting and crazy. I'm I'm really curious to see how it's all going to feel. And for me, my relationship with my body is a constant journey and a constant unfolding and super fruitful in terms of how I'm learning to understand myself and love myself. And I'm really looking forward to this time. I'm going to gain weight. That's that's what's happening and that's what's going to continue to happen and even more so than I've experienced now and that's a good thing right now and I'm really looking forward to continuing to form a positive relationship with this weight gain during pregnancy and even fat gain and those are both things especially fat gain because weight gain I enjoy you know in the form of muscle Um, but fat gain is something that I have felt like it's not my preference and parts of me have a lot of trouble accepting that once I've when I've experienced it at different times in my life so yeah I'm really excited for all the growth that I know this will continue to bring to me I'm just looking over my notes and I looked um, I wrote down a couple of other things I just wanted to mention before moving on to the next section of this podcast about exercise um, so around weight gain I believe that it's it's quite normal to gain weight during the first trimester and really healthy too for some people and it sounds like you know up to five pounds might be pretty typical and the other thing I was going to mention is oh and like for example if I had kept the same muscle mass I imagine that I would have gained weight in terms of weighing myself again I'm planning to do so at the end of my second trimester, so it'll be really interesting to see how much I've gained by then, and I'll probably do it once, you know, I hit the end of my pregnancy, somewhere in there. Yeah, the other thing I was going to mention that's been super interesting, and it doesn't really feel directly related to this, and I don't want to talk about food too much in this podcast, but um, I'm really grateful that I've felt like I've... I haven't had any weird cravings. I have really just been craving healthy food and I haven't felt that hungry at all. So I do think like my body is naturally wanting some more food, but not a lot. 
and yeah that's pretty typical for my body in general I I tend to need fewer calories than most people it seems and I think I, I'm grateful I feel like my body's pretty efficient and absorbs and assimilates my food well but also I imagine that this has been really helpful in me not necessarily gaining extra unwanted weight or fat probably which I thought could come up for me and I can see how could come up for a lot of people I mean I think it comes up for a lot of reasons but for me the way I could have seen it coming up and I felt like at certain times was specifically when I wasn't feeling good didn't have energy was feeling nauseous I kind of felt desperate like I'll just eat anything that works and I really didn't feel like moving so those things coupled together I know can lead to eating more calories than we want or eating foods that don't feel good for us etc and that can spiral for some people for sure and that didn't really that wasn't really the case for me I I've really pretty much just wanted very healthy food and even more healthy than in regular life which which is great and I tend to eat really healthfully anyway so I'm grateful for all these things and that it's felt easy for me to not like get on a kick where I'm eating junk food and not wanting to exercise and I man I have so much empathy for anybody who is experiencing those things because I feel like that would be so easy for it to be the case especially like at different times that I felt like I'm struggling okay moving on I want to talk about exercise so <laughs> I love moving my body it's such a big part of my life and it always has been and prior to getting pregnant, I some of the main things I was doing for exercise were acrobatics, so partner acrobatics. I do L-basing and standing acrobatics, if you're familiar with those. Basically, I mostly work with Connor, who's my baby daddy and lover and just really special person to me. And I also work with some other bases. And I sometimes base, but very, very much primarily fly. and he'll either lay on his back with his feet in the air and I fly on them we do like lots of flips and pops and whips and hand-to-hands or we play where he's standing on his feet and I'm balancing mostly on his hands upside down in a handstand or on my feet or in some other dynamic move so that's been a big practice in my life for about the last four years five years five years maybe and um, handstands as well that's a big the last few years I've really been working on my personal hand balancing practice contortion and flexibility so a lot of back bending but also like playing around with my other flexibility and middle splits front splits and anything any move that contorts <laughs> really love stretching in general sometimes do some yoga this is all prior to pregnancy calisthenics in general so body weight exercises are really my preference because I can take them anywhere and I like to be creative with them so squats and push-ups and pull-ups and um, all kinds of variations of those things and then dynamic movements that are you know more like high intense hit workout type stuff I might incorporate a little bit of oh man just everything jumping jumping rope I feel like I'm missing some some of the regular things that I like to do for calisthenics but Oh, planches, L-sits, but you get the idea. And dancing. Dancing has been a big part of my movement practice. And then I guess like hiking and walking and running. 
running outside, I was doing that more frequently, like maybe just two to three miles in the morning, once, once a week, twice a week, depended. Three times a week, sometimes nothing for a month. So that was all prior to pregnancy. And then I, like I said, I had definitely a month and probably more where I wasn't, would say like six to eight weeks where I wasn't moving as regularly. And I still was moving, you know, every couple days in one of these ways. It was also a time where I felt like I need to cultivate, needed to cultivate more gentleness in my movement practices. So, and just like more room to tap into what I needed, whatever that might be. And a lot of the time that felt like rest. And by really asking myself and and feeling out what I needed and oftentimes finding that it was rest, it felt good to be honoring that and to not be moving. Then also sometimes it felt really good to be moving and it definitely helped with nausea most of the time. It also felt good to get out into nature and to like be able to walk in the woods. It was a great time for me to sort of reestablish this connection with stretching and yoga. And I have done a lot of stretching over the last few years, but more so like at the end of calisthenics and acro and not as much, or if I was just like working on some deep contortion and not so much as like a gentle meditative, wake up my body, connect with my soul sort of thing. And that has been more of what I've been doing the last few months. And it feels amazing. When I was 18, I first really got into yoga and then did it regularly for the next, I'd say six years or maybe eight years and really developed a relationship with it. And then I got away from it more when I started doing partner acrobatics. And I love that it's still there for me. That And it, and now I have more of a personal yoga practice than ever before. I haven't really gone to any classes recently, which is what I used to predominantly do with classes and I didn't really do much on my own. And I feel like my yoga now is much more free form because I know yoga, I know dancing, I know stretching, I know my body and just like monkey movement. So I don't feel like I need a particular flow to be able to just like feel from one move to the next to the next. And what my what my flow with yoga is looking like recently is pretty much every morning getting up and after like a couple of morning routines like oil pulling and belly massage, I do my yoga and it's usually pretty much always before the sun rises so it's in the dark or maybe just with a candle or some really soft um, sorry, a salt lamp, a soft light from a salt lamp. Sometimes I have gentle music, um, more so now that I'm, I'm in Thailand right now, and I've just been doing it to the, the natural sounds of the morning. And that's been really nice. I'll do yoga anywhere from 10 minutes to 30 minutes and end with a seated meditation. It's just feeling so right and so nice. Lately, I've been having a regular calisthenics practice, I would say five days a week. And I'm doing that before I have my main meal of the day. So I'm generally having some fruit now in the morning and then I'll have a main meal with Connor usually around one or two. So either I will or he and I will together do some sort of calisthenics training, workout, circuit, 
for um, before we do that. And that usually is only like a half an hour, but hey, it's good. We get a lot in in a half an hour, and sometimes it's longer. And then I'm doing acro here in Chiang Mai in the park, probably, yeah, probably like five days a week as well. I'm also, um, I'll come back to acro and calisthenics actually, because there were some things I wanted to mention, but um, I'm also really enjoying hiking and walking. And here there's some more vigorous hikes, and so I've noticed on them that like my conditioning has kind of gone downhill, which is fine. Let me rephrase that. I've noticed that I seem to get winded more easily, which in part feels like my cardiovascular shape isn't as um, thriving as it was before, and also that I have, like my lungs are more squished in my body all the time now that there's a being that's taking up a lot more of my abdominal cavity. Also finding that my legs aren't quite as strong as they were when I was doing regular hiking in the past. Um, because, yeah, I just haven't used those muscles as much in the last couple months. The getting out into nature, the walking, the hiking is feeling so important, so nurturing. Dancing, I was dancing once a week for sure in Austin at Ecstatic Dance for a couple of hours and then also just dancing around in my own play space, my own workouts. And here in, in Chiang Mai, Thailand, there's actually a dance tonight that seems pretty similar to ecstatic dance that I might be going to or tomorrow night as well but also um, just having my own dance space is feeling really good I did some dance two days ago just for like maybe 20 minutes it felt great I have been definitely changing up some of the things I'm doing and the biggest area I can see that in is acrobatics which I mean, with my changing body, you could probably imagine. So some of the moves that I generally have practiced have been ones that require the base to be putting their feet on my abdomen, like my lower abdomen inside of my hip bones and like applying pressure there. So anything that catches or throws from that position, I've changed or stopped doing because I don't want to be putting pressure on my womb or even like close to my womb area. So Connor and I have modified pops that feel like that still feel safe and good to pop from my bone, my hip bone. And that's been fun to play around with a little bit. And then anything that would have caught, there's nothing that really catches in the abdomen, but we've just been extra, we've modified things extra. So we have a larger, larger um, room for error by catching lower. So all the catching now is done on my thighs with his feet turned out. Um, excuse me one sec. <clears throat> also, there's just like a lot of moves that we probably would have played around with in the past that we're not playing around with now. So if a move isn't something we have like a hundred plus percent, we're just not doing it because yeah, there's like, there's no point in practicing something where like we don't have it completely, a catch could go wrong, or we don't know how to come out of it safely without a spotter, or I mean, we're not using spotters because it feels best just to like be doing our own thing. We both really know how to take care of my body 
And to be honest, we never really practice moves that we can't do safely, but in the past we would use mats or things like that for cushioning and I could like roll off of him or there were just like a lot of ways we safely took care of ourselves that aren't an option for my body right now. So we're not doing those. And that's feeling really good and really important. And it's also offering such a great space to be continually checking in with my body, with his body, where we're at, what's feeling good. I'm, I'm really grateful for it. In my handstand practice, I'm also just like checking in with myself to make sure like I'm not pushing myself too much. And I guess in all my practices, I've noticed this at dance or with calisthenics, they'll kind of come to a point sometimes where in the past, and I, I definitely developed it most with handstands, where I'd feel like, okay, this is really hard, but I'm gonna push myself through, like the last seconds of this hold, for example. And I sometimes still feel like there's space for that. And most of the time, I mean, I have this specific feeling inside of me. And it's this voice that kind of feels like, okay, that was my energy. Now, if I did more, it'd be taking like baby's energy, if that makes sense. So basically not pushing myself, which is really healing for me to be developing in an exercise practice, I think. I'm enjoying that very much and enjoying the attunement that it takes for me to be so, yeah, so attuned, so in tune with my body and what I'm needing there. It's definitely come up at ecstatic dance too, where like it gets really intense in the middle of the dance and I just push through it in the past and now it's like, no, that's not, yeah, it's feeling good to not do that. And it would be cool to see like what elements of that I wanna incorporate later on when I do feel like I can push myself more, like will it feel healthy and good and fun or not? Or like, how will I navigate those spaces, so. Yeah, just growth that can be incorporated into my life later on. That's feeling really exciting too. I'm really curious to see how this shifts. I mean, how everything shifts as I really start to pop in the coming months. I think, you know, six, seven, eight months, I'm really going to be popping even probably by the time I hit five months. So it's going to be super interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what feels good. Like inversions feel so good for me. Um, that hasn't really changed, but maybe that will change over time. Maybe I'll find like, it's not feeling as good for me up, to be upside down so long. Back bends are something I'm already noticing, I'm modifying. Um, I tended to practice a lot of back bends and I'm noticing like my upper abdominals muscles specifically, like don't quite want that right now. And there are a lot of body changes that are going to be continuing to happen around my abdominal, my abdomen and my abdominal muscles. And it's important, I think, to really pay attention to that. And, and yes, I think it's important to also look to science and research and what's been told to us that is safe and what's been told to us to avoid. I think those can all be helpful guides. And I think ultimately we have a lot more answers within um, and maybe having a sort of combination of those, that's definitely what's feeling best for me because I do feel like I ultimately know what's best for me, what's best for baby. And also sometimes I'm still sort of feeling it out and at those times I can find it really helpful to, to look to the science and to talk to other people as well. The last area I was gonna talk about is body image and as I'm looking at my notes, I realized that I actually talked about a lot of this 
when like throughout, especially in the first section while I was talking about weight gain. Um, so maybe I'll just sort of like hit on what I feel like I haven't talked about yet and then wrap up the podcast. So yeah, as I said, I'm really just starting to pop and there's all these new daily changes coming. Body image for me, body, maybe you know this, I haven't shared a ton about this, I guess, on my YouTube channel, though I'm really eager to, I'd, um, to make a video about it sometime. And I think I have shared about it on my Insta story and I definitely share about it in passing and just maybe haven't done a dedicated video about my relationship with body image and weight and food and and these things that have been intertwined in my life in a really interesting way and I have a whole like story behind it you know like I think we all have our stories that bring us to where we are and I'm sure I'll share about that sometime and because of all that you know it's been really interesting for me to yeah just navigate navigate my changing body and so that's what I'm doing and it's it is changing every day and I'm and I'm always learning to embrace where I am more and sometimes honestly it's a struggle for me there are days where I feel where I feel like I have trouble loving my body completely because of the way I'm perceiving it or because I'm focused on fat gain or because I'm you know not even just that like I'm I'm noticing like I have pimples which is from my changing hormones or my changing diet and increasing the fat in my diet which I've been playing around with and I am having more pimples and there's just like a lot of there's always things I find that I can focus on around my body that that feel hard or that parts of me feel like I don't completely love and accept and welcome and there are always things that I can focus on that feel great that feel like I'm loving myself and I think that more and more I'm I'm recognizing especially like in mirror time which I do with myself where I like love myself in front of a mirror just like noticing where am I focusing where do my eyes go first do they go to the pimples on my chin am I looking I'm like turning sideways and seeing if my body feels acceptable enough to parts of me like or if I'm looking like a little extra chubby that day like is that where I want to put my energy is that feeling good for me or like can I look in my eyes and love myself can I look at like my shoulders and appreciate how they hold me up when I'm upside down there's just there's such a plethora of areas I can explore here and I notice how good it feels for me lately to really be to really be embracing this time as a time to work on this area of my life that has been hard for me at times and where I have so much potential for healing and growth and to specifically focus on positive aspects about my body and just appreciate the heck out of it and there's always this appreciation for this being inside of me and I love that and I love how it's helping me appreciate feeling pregnant as opposed to feeling fat and that I'm housing a baby inside of my womb and how the like any fat gain I do have is going to be protecting them and and nurturing them in ways that are really essential and in all the ways my body is just on the cusp of really diving into changes around 
even more changes, man, I am just, I'm in it. Like I am committed to this journey and all that it's going to bring up for me in all the ways. The hard ways, the awesome ways, the contrast, the, the positivity, the, the whatever it's going to be. I'm really looking forward to embracing it as growth and, and love and, and really a journey that I 100% want to be on. Yeah. I think I'll leave it there for, for today's recording. Thank you so much for being here with me. I have a page on my website, connorandbrittany.com. I think it's slash pregnancy hyphen and hyphen birth, but I'll link it down below. And I've been adding resources there around birth and pregnancy and topics that people are asking me about. And I also have been adding Q and A's. So I've gotten so many questions and um, I've been adding my answers there. So you can check all that out if you're interested in hearing more. And thank you. Just so grateful for this space to be connecting with you on this podcast, sharing this journey of my pregnancy. I feel super honored to be here with all of you. Thank you. Sending you so much love. Bye.